In this week's episode, we're talking with Avery Actis, an intuitive business coach helping other coaches mix strategy and flow to scale their business. Together, we're going to be talking about overcoming burnout by leaning into our feminine energy. Mind Your Energy is for you, the woman who is ready to break up with the busy life to reclaim a vibrant, full one. Fuel your motivation, mind, and heart with stories and strategies to confidently show up as your best self. I'm Mary Zargarian, a certified life and mindset coach, NLP, EFT, and Reiki practitioner. As Mindset Mary, I'll be bringing you conversations around mindset, self-love, energy mastery, and personal growth. Together, we will let go of perfectionism, self-doubt, and burnout to live a life of more confidence, alignment, and fun. Are you ready for what comes next? Let's get started. All right. Welcome back, everybody. I am so, 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 so excited for today's guests. I have Avery with me. And Avery, Hi. it's been, we started working together a year ago. A year ago. Really? It was that long ago? I know. Wow. It's like a long, it kind of feels like longer because the year is just such. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I'm so excited to be here. And I'm so thankful that you asked me to come on here. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Would you mind sharing with all of the listeners, like who you are, what you do? Yeah. Sure. Sure. So I am a business coach for fellow coaches, just like Mary, um, helping them scale to six figures in the online space. And this year in 2020 specifically, I've leaned a lot more heavily into being intuitive and running a business intuitively versus being very like heavy masculine, heavy strategy. So this is exciting that we're going to be talking all about this because in my eyes, running a business intuitively is so much more fun and freeing than it is to be, to have to do things like in a step-by-step order and, you know, lean heavily in your masculine energy. So. Oh, I'm so excited. You guys, this is going to be such a good topic. (laughs) Such a good topic. So, okay. (laughs) Since we went there, let's talk about what that is. Like, what is masculine versus feminine energy? Sure. So, the way that I kind of like to categorize it is your masculine energy is like the doing. So, it's a lot more strategy. It's a lot more, you know, showing up, being visible, selling, doing all of the things. And then your feminine energy is a lot more of the feeling side. So, it's also leaning into like your being intuitive, meaning like trusting your gut, um, seeing how you feel about things and running a business based off of feelings almost. So, doing things that bring you joy versus being like, I have to do these things. So that's kind of how I like to like simply put what feminine and masculine energy is. Um, I know it can get a little bit more complicated in terms of like what exactly all of it means, but that's my basic breakdown of how I classify them. It's so interesting because I've noticed like other entrepreneurs too, making the shifts this year. Yeah. I mean, when you and I worked together, we were so, it's definitely heavy strategy, which again, that's like, we worked together, what, a year ago? So yeah, it makes sense. And then eventually this year, or I think it was kind of the start of quarantine. I was like, where I started being intuitive in business was when back in April, I think it was April or May, I was in the middle of a group program. And I, right before a call, an hour before that one of the group calls, I was like, I hate this. I don't even want to show up anymore. And it was this weird feeling 
that I was having. And I was like, I don't, I, I can't do this. I have five weeks left with these people. And it had nothing to do with the client specifically. I fell out of love with the program. I fell out of love with what I was teaching. And I was just like, that led me to start paying attention to my feelings. It led me to start paying attention to letting go of things I didn't enjoy anymore. And so that's when I ended up, that was the last time I ran that group program and pivoted. And it's a scary feeling because sometimes it's like, is my gut right? And I, I mean, what, 99 to 100% of the time, your gut is always right whenever it tells you like, you shouldn't do things like this or, you know, pay attention to your feelings. Um, but also it's sometimes a blessing in disguise too, because then that led me to doing many different other things this year, which is our exciting things too. So, yeah. Yeah, no. And I think it was around that time too, where everybody, when we're all working from home, we have the kids, all of a sudden we're like, okay, we're doing everything at the same time. And if I'm going to prioritize my time, I have to figure out like, what's more important is my work more important or is my family? <laughs> and that's for me, that was a no brainer. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, and so there were a lot of, especially women who were faced with that challenge of, I need to realign with my, who am I? What's my identity? What am I truly trying to do in this life? Am I living to work or am I working to be able to do things for me and my family? And now I need to start making some hard calls to protect that time and that energy. And, and I think that's where my transformation as a coach has even gone through this year is leaning more into the feminine side, more into trusting mm -hmm. your instincts, like aligning with your vision, like being very, very focused and intentional with how you are spending your energy. Yeah. Energy has been a huge thing for me in 2020 as well, because I mean, everybody has experienced <laughs> quarantine and my mental health at one point, because I like if my, the weather here, I live in Wisconsin and it's crappy. There can be weeks where we go without seeing the sun. And then all of a sudden that already depletes my energy because I need the vitamin D to keep me going. But then on top of that, you add quarantine and not really having places to go and not being socializing, you know, that's my energy was gone. And so that le I leaned heavily into my feminine energy and I found, um, I started reading books. I, my one I'm reading currently is called the law of attraction. So yes, it's more the manifest manifestation side, but it's explaining like how you can start manifesting, um, and kind of like the origin of how it all started. Cause I've also read the books, um, for manifesting. If anybody's into that, um, get rich, lucky bitch was the first book I ever read for starting my manifestation journey. And then I, um, late last year, I, maybe early this year, I started reading Gabby Bernstein's, um, super attractor. So that kind of led me on my manifestation journey, but now it's also paying attention to like the mental health and your mindset side, because the book of the law of attraction, it kind of taught me how like your thoughts literally create your reality and how, when you give negative thoughts, so much power, that's why you manifest things. And that's why, um, this year focusing on the feminine side, um, I invested in uh, a mastermind in the spring for mindset. Um, I started paying attention to uh, journaling more and meditating more and like doing things for me and focusing on my time and my energy and how that would translate into seeing what it would do for business. I mean, we had a lot of things happen in 2020. So I think it's important to, to like carry that over, you know, not only what you learn, but like continue it because I think that things will shift eventually, hopefully 
hopefully they go back to normal relatively soon outside of quarantine and just um, finding more normalcy in life again. But also like, I like the feminine side of life and in business. And it's like being more, tuning more into your feelings versus then me just doing the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I know it's not as much a thing in entrepreneurship, but I know at least in like corporate America, like the masculine ideal worker, right? Like the person who comes in early, stays late, who on the weekends is willing to pick up and do whatever (laughs) work needs them to do. And that's just not, that's not a reality that works for many women, for many moms even. Um, And so I've really been tapping into how do we (laughs) learn some of these productivity tools and strategies and things, not for the purpose of trying to replicate what we think that ideal worker or entrepreneur looks like, but so we can give ourselves more time and energy back for more freedom and fun and like play in life. Cause we've lost that as a society. Yes. So I have had quite the journey to figure out like a morning routine and as an entrepreneur specifically outside of corporate, I had a great routine, a daily routine in corporate. I would get up, you know, you'd go work out, you'd go to work from nine to five, you'd come home, make dinner, you'd watch TV or, you know, you'd have such a set schedule. And when you become an entrepreneur, it's like you have so much freedom and it's almost like you have to re-find yourself and redefine what a daily routine looks like. Um, That's also sustainable for yourself, right? And it's been a journey for me to figure out how to do that because I'm not somebody who journals every day. I, in fact, I don't even like to journal. Um, it's a weird thing. Uh, meditating. I have done meditations. Uh, I've never given them a long enough shot to make them, to make myself love them. I always feel really good after a meditation, but like the concept of me sitting down for 10 minutes is, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard for me to do, you know? So I also think too, going off of what you said is finding what's like unique to you because journaling and meditating work for so many people, but if it doesn't work for me, why am I trying to force myself to do something that I just don't even find joy in too, right? So for me, a lot of the times, because we can't go anywhere or for a while we couldn't, um, I found myself, I bought myself a French press and I bought myself a... Um, a frother. And so I make like really bougie coffee in the morning. And that to me, like brings me joy that I can spend like 10 minutes sipping my coffee and, um, sitting on the couch and like not having to rush or like go work out in the morning, meaning go running outside, not even going to the gym, go run outside. Something that brings me, that gets me into like this positive space, headspace, brings me more energy throughout my day. Um, and it's been a journey. And I think it's important to also recognize that like, if you're still trying to find that routine, uh, and finding your feminine energy and what even that means for you to give yourself a little grace in terms of finding it, because sometimes it takes time. Sometimes it takes practice. Um, and then once you find it and you kind of find your groove, you're like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. Now I found myself working with some clients who were like, I'm struggling, Mary, with waking up at 5 a.m. and working out. And I'm like, well, what time do you usually wake up? And they're like, eight. And I'm like, why are you trying to wake up at five? And they're like, because everybody's telling us we have to wake up at five. I'm like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> yep. Like, why do you want to work out in the morning? They're like, because it energizes me and I want to start my day that way. I'm like, great. Then you wake up at eight o'clock and you work out. Like, <laughs> Right. Right. But it's so interesting that we are always like 
listening to what's working for that person, what's working for that person and trying to like replicate that in our own daily lives. And then we like kill ourselves and beat ourselves up if it doesn't feel good. And we're like, God, how come it doesn't feel good for me? But so-and-so looks like they love it and they're being widely successful with it. I agree. I think too, I love to talk on the side of going from corporate and the corporate mentality to then being an entrepreneur. I used to, at my corporate job, would work the hours of 7 to 3.30 every day. And so when I became an entrepreneur, what do you think my hours were? (laughs) 7 to 3.30. And I thought that I had to be working eight hours, which obviously you don't. Um, I also thought I had to be right in my chair at 7 o'clock. And it it took me, I'm going to be honest, it took me a year and a half to finally let go of having to get up at a certain time and being okay with even sleeping in. Like I almost feel guilty. And I think it comes from that corporate mentality too. And it's hard to break that if I, my hours were seven to three 30, that the idea of sleeping in until eight o'clock makes me feel guilty some days. And I still every day set my alarm for seven. And if I choose to go back to bed till eight, like I give myself a little bit of grace, but it has taken me so long to break that. And I think too, I talk about this a little bit with a few of my friends in the online space when it comes to money, the concept of money and as an entrepreneur is so different and the way that we view it and the way that we can make it is so different than when you're in corporate, right? You can make your money any way you want. You can go find yourself a part-time job. You can sell clothes. You can be an influencer online. Like the, the idea of how you can make money is so crazy compared to being in corporate, there's only one way you make money and it's a set amount. And then maybe if you ask for a raise, maybe you get it. Like, it's just, it's hard to fathom that you're allowed to make money any way that you can and you're deserving of it. Um, yeah. Which also I think is a little bit of like that feeling thing too, letting, releasing the guilt and releasing any kind of mindset, um, fear around it and imposter syndrome a little bit too around the money side of things which is a whole nother concept too. (laughs) I know. I know. It's, 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 I feel like quarantine brought it to a new level too, which is kind of crazy to think about, but I feel like with the, the, the whole, you know, COVID thing to start with, that was really a scary time for people at corporate. Thankfully I was a year and a half into my business. And so I felt a little bit more comfortable, obviously that I wasn't the one just starting or losing my job. And I have to say, I'm very grateful because if I was at my former nine to five, I would have been furloughed. Everybody was at that job, which is scary. Um, but it brought so much more possibility that I feel like the idea of internet money is what I like to call it. Um, internet money became even more real and even more possible for so many different people. And like that kind of brought on what TikTok was, which is a whole different ballgame, even from Instagram, but like people go viral on TikTok and it literally changes their business forever. And the possibilities are endless of how people can make money, which is so exciting, scary a little bit, but so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other piece of this too, is just like the social media side of things. And I know there's definitely internet bullying and there's definitely um, just negativity out there, but I think that's where tapping into your feminine energy can help you succeed and overcome any of this stuff too. Because when I find my energy is low, um, maybe when I consume too much content, let's say, uh, and then I start going down the path of comparing myself to others or um, I'm feeling impostery 
around maybe an offer I'm creating, something like that. Leaning into your uh, feminine energy and creating some kind of routine to get yourself out is the best thing you can do for yourself. I know it's a little bit of mindset work. That's always going to be a piece of it, but it's also then I like to always say, just find something that you like to do. I know quarantine is like its own beast of like finding something to do. I actually bought a coloring book (laughs) Uh, because I was like, what do we do? (laughs) Um, I picked up biking this summer. Um, and just uh, every Friday, because you know you're not you're supposed to social distance and not see anybody. Every Friday, my mom and my grandma would come over and we would take a walk. You know, it's like that to me was something I got to look forward to every week, and so that helped me keep my energy where it needed to be, and then also regain it when I needed it the most by releasing myself from business and then finding something in my personal life to dive into as yeah. well. Yeah. No, this year as challenging as it was for everybody, I feel like I'm, I'm personally ending the year strong because I feel more confident in who I am. Yes, I am fierce about what I want in life now. And I was just talking to my other friend about it earlier today is like, I am no longer going to be that person that wakes up and regrets that I should have said something in a conversation, right? I'm just going to say it because it's now aligned with what I value. And so I feel like it needs to be said. I love all of that. I do feel like as hard as this year was quarantine and election, you know, the black lives matter movement, everything that happened, I feel like everybody is so much more confident. Everybody knows exactly what they want now. It it just made it more apparent what everybody wants. And now it's like everybody can pursue what they want and just go after it. That's so exciting. (laughs) It's it's so exciting. And like the online space, like online entrepreneurship. I think before there was a little bit, like if you were in the online entrepreneurship space, it made sense to you. And for everybody else, like being on the outside and looking in, they're like, what are you doing? Right. There was, there's judgment. Um, and I think right now it's normalized Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship. Like it's normal to be a gig worker. It's normal to have like three part-time jobs because they're all equally things that you enjoy doing. Yeah, it's crazy. And I do, I will say too, masculine energy, the doing is so necessary too. Like, I don't ever want to say you need to only lean lean into your feminine energy in order to be successful, in order to do X, Y, and Z. I think it's also important to balance both feminine and masculine energy when it comes to business and when it comes to like reaching your goals, because we can lean into all the feelings and daydream about everything that we want, everything that we have to do, but it's also about the act of going and doing as well. And whether that means, for instance, investing, whether that means you needing to get on a different social media platform, running Facebook ads, it means finding an influencer to work with, whatever that means, it just, you have to be doing the things too. And having the feminine energy to fall onto when things get tough, um, especially like as your business grows, I always say everybody has breakdowns. Everybody has those bad days. Those are the days that really shape us who we are. And they're hard to go through. They're so yeah. hard when you have to have those hard conversations with people. Um, but with every breakdown is a breakthrough. And I truly believe that those hard days are every hard day. There's always a great day on the other side of it. And I think that's it's okay to lean, have leaned the feminine energy on those days. Like go take a nap. Just there was, I was in the middle of a launch one day and I was like, you know, the whole, 
nobody is buying from me and I'm a failure. Those feelings that come up. I was like, I'm going to take the day off tomorrow. I still have another week to, to promote. Like I'm going to just take the day off and go do whatever I want. I left my phone at home and I just did the damn thing and spent the day outside. It was in the summer. Um, and it's okay to do that. Like that's the best part. And that's why I think running in business intuitively and leading into your different energies makes business so much more fun and so much more enjoyable. It does. When you focus too heavy on the strategy and the doing, you start losing sight of why you started doing a business in the first place. Right. I yes. even, yeah, it, I always say like productivity is not about like giving yourself capacity to do more. It's about giving you the freedom to not have to keep doing things all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I think when you lean heavily into that masculine energy, that's when burnout happens because you do lose yourself. It, it happened to me last year, a year into my business, I got vertigo for seven days. And if you've never had vertigo, it's one of the worst feelings in the world. It's like you're drunk for seven days. You can't get rid of that. The, the spins, the whole the whole world is spinning. And it was for seven days. And I was like, something needs to change. Like I yes. cannot run my business this way. I cannot live like this not healthy. I thought I was going to fall over when I would get out of bed. Um, so anyway, it's in that burnout is just not when we start our business, Lori, what's her name? She's from the, sh the show, um, shark tank. Yeah. She made a quote once that was like, entrepreneurs are the ones that leave a 40 hour work week to work 80 plus hours on their own stuff. <laughs> and it's so true. Cause I'm it's like, horrible. it is horrible. But I also think that that's where that stigma can end, that we need to not run our businesses to the ground by working ourselves to death and instead find your freedom, your personal time. Like to me, I started realizing this year, leaning into these energies, my time is so much more valuable than any amount of money that you can make. Yeah. I know there's so many coaches out there though that are pushing like, I'm going to help you get to 5K and 10K and we're going to make six figures this year. And no, no, no. Tell me like, how to get more time back. Tell me how to enjoy what I'm doing. Tell me how I can start living my best life now. And I'm sorry, but money is not going to be my answer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, who wouldn't love like six figures, like overnight success, right? Yeah. Who wouldn't love that? Yep. But there's more than that. There needs to be mm -hmm. more to the story that we're telling. Absolutely. And that that's, I've actually shifted my business a little bit to start focusing on less hustle and more like me time with all of my clients. When I was recently talking to somebody about like, when you are just starting out, you basically need to learn like business foundations. When you, after you get out of that period and scaling to six figures, you become like an expert in selling. And then all of a sudden it's like, you're constantly wanting to sell because you see the money coming in and it's almost like you get addicted to it and then you just don't stop. And that's where people lose themselves. That's where people lose their time. Think that your time is valuable. All the money that you make in this business is for nothing if you can't go spend it and do something with it. I know it's so interesting. Like even in my corporate role, we have unlimited time off. You do? Yes, we do. But how many people do you think actually take it? Yeah, you almost feel right? guilty, right? Like even right now with the holidays, like I'm talking to people and they're like, oh, okay, well I'm taking next week off, but really I'm just not doing <laughs> any meetings. I'm working. And I was like, shame on you. And that's your problem. That's, you yes. can't put that on anybody else. And it's just, it's so weird to me that we're okay with that. And we would using, we would be using that as a bragging, right? That's why people start their own business, but then they forget about that as they're growing it. 
Like part of why I started my business was actually part of the real reason why is because I worked at Anytime Fitness and you know, for a gym, their busiest time is January, new, yeah. you know, the, the new year season. And they had a blackout period that you could not take off any time in December and January. And I, before this job, always took off between Christmas and New Year's, always. And my heart was broken when I took this job and I could not take time off. <sighs> that was like, <laughs> I was like, I spent, I worked there one year and then I started my own business because I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not working. This is, this is, I'm not living to work. That's not my thing. Um, Work-life balance has always been a big, big thing to me. And so that was kind of a driving factor as to why I started my business is it's just always been about the time. And I, I, I mean, you can work anywhere. You can always work, but like if you were to die today, could you honestly say, would you honestly miss that meeting that you were scheduling or like the work that you were doing? Or would you rather be so happy that you got to spend it with family playing games, playing outside? You know, it's like work can work and wait. I don't know. (laughs) No, it it can wait. There's always going to be work. There's always going to be an opportunity to work. And my husband and I have been talking about it. Like I did not have my son just so I can have like before school care and after school care and nannies and other people like raising my child. I don't want to be an absentee mother for what? So later mm-hmm. one day when he's older, we might be able to go on a trip together and enjoy time. Exactly. Exactly. I know. So I think I love that you are creating this, leaning into this, um, you know, NLP focusing on masculine and feminine energy and intuitiveness, because I think if we can break that stigma, I think it actually starts a little bit with this all of those. Um, it starts there and then it'll start trickling into business. It'll start trickling into what are you really caring about? Like I care more about my time than me having a $50,000 a month. Like, I mean, that's great and all, don't get me wrong. But like if, if $50,000 a month, let's say comes with me working seven days a week, not it being glued to my computer for 10 hours a day, stressing out, having to have massive team members, you know, a ton of team members and doing all of the things all the time. I don't want it. Like I'm very happy and comfortable with living a personal life and having a business that supports it. That's actually my tagline for my business is create the lifestyle that you want and build a business to support it. Love it. Yeah. That came after my vertigo episode. I was like, I'm done with this. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I, you know, right. I had vertigo six months last year. I mean, that's the reason why I'm mostly vegan today is because I was going to all of that. I saw like five different doctors, specialists, like surgeons, everything. And they were like, take this medication. Oh, that doesn't work. Take this medication. Oh, you're having, I was like, no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to try to find a holistic way. Yep to solve my problem. Now look at you. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I love it so much this year. I know. I love it. It's so exciting to see. Thank you. What's on the horizon for this next year for you? This is 2020 was a year of growth. Even Mm -hmm. though it's funny, it's like, I felt like the year before was a year of growth, but I felt like it (laughs) was a (laughs) <laughs> it was a growth year, like it had an, a growth year for business. Business did good, but like it, personally, I found more out about myself, became more of a woo person. I leaned more heavily into like manifesting in the universe and like 
tapping into different energies and stuff like that. And I learned more about myself. And because of that, it became, it like trickled into my personal life too. Like I became more self-aware. I can read people a lot easier and in a good way. Like I can create deeper conversations with people. Um, so it's definitely a growth year. And also I feel like I finally became like a leader in my business. I had to have a lot of conversations with people that were very hard, uh, <laughs> like firing team members, um, firing clients because they either don't pay their bill or the, their payments on time or whatever, long stories. But um, yeah, those hard conversations always need to be had. And I feel like I went from just being a solo entrepreneur to finally being a leader and running a business. I'm a true CEO now. So I feel like that was my growth year. And then next year is like my year that I'm just going to like soar. I feel like my business is on the verge. This is weird to say my business is on the verge of like really taking off. And I say that, I I don't say that lightly because I also never want to lose sight of how great I have it being able to (laughs) only work three days a week. When people, when I tell people (laughs) that they're like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, no, (laughs) I work three days a week. Exactly. And also creating like these non-negotiable boundaries of not working on Fridays, for instance, um, being able to take off most Thursdays too, um, that kind of stuff. And it's like, (sighs) I feel like my business is on a huge, huge um, breakthrough next year, which is exciting. So where I'm headed in my business is getting rid of some offers which are exciting. I always say um, pivoting is always leads to more profit, which is crazy to think about because pivoting is scary, but less offers, but serving people in a way that is like really authentic, full of integrity, full of transparency and honesty. um, Because I feel like this coaching space and the online space can you lose touch of that. So more offers of like leaning into helping coaches and less of service providers, as much as I love service providers, I just don't um, kind of fell out of love with helping them. And that's not fair to them to bring them on as clients. So there's that. Um, I'm also stepping into another business venture of e-commerce. So we'll see how that one goes, but I'm looking more of a, this is another thing of leaning into your feminine energy. This is where this came from. Uh, (laughs) I need a creative outlet and I don't feel like coaching gives me that sometimes. I love helping my clients, but it's not, it's so strategy on my calls. Mostly sometimes it's definitely, definitely mindset work, definitely feminine energy of like, okay, it's okay to feel this kind of stuff, but I need to be creative. And that's where an e-commerce business is coming from. So launching that hopefully in February, if I can, uh, get my ducks in a row, <laughs> but I'm going to be selling merch. So I'm going to start with t-shirts and crew neck sweatshirts. And I'm also going to be selling mugs. And so I'll be designing what they look like and then shipping them out and then stickers possibly, but yeah, just not leaning to into something that I can like make money every day if I want, but also have fun doing it and like just diversifying my income streams, if you will. So that's kind of where I'm headed. Ah, so exciting. I know. I know more savings, more retirement, leaning more into that. I've said that for two years of like, yeah, I'm going to start my retirement fund. Guilty. I haven't done that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But now we're going to start, we're going to start maxing all that stuff out and just doing exciting things. So yeah. yeah. And you got engaged this year. I did. And I'm getting married next 
well, if Corona, if I have anything to do with it, I'm getting married next year. <laughs> so getting married, hopefully buying a house. Um, the housing market this year was nuts to say the least. So really, um, I moved. I could go off on a tangent about this, but basically a house would go for sale and it would sell within 24 hours. We went through, we went to go look at a house. We were the very first people. It went on a Friday night. It came on the market at 7.30 PM on a Friday. We were the first showing the next day at 8 AM and they already had an offer on it. (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm not. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So hopefully that slows down. Um, I'm getting an office on January 1st because that also is like needing an outlet, finding my energy, finding a space that I can like be creative, be by, but also get, um, gaining my energy back. So not leaving the house, it sometimes can be like soul sucking, uh, for somebody who's an extreme extrovert. It's been really hard to sit home and not leave. If I don't go out and run or go for a walk with my family, I don't leave the house. So when that happens for like three or four days in a row, it's like, it's taxing. So I'm excited to just have my own personal space and find my energy and like, yeah, it'll be glorious. (laughs) (laughs) I know I've been trying to create like my own little spaces in all of my like little working nooks, like either here in the office, because I share an office with my husband. I got all my crystals set up here. Yes. I started like (laughs) bringing them into the room because I have my little makeup station that I work at sometimes over there. My goodness. I know we need, we need our spaces too. I was an extreme extrovert before Corona happened. And with Corona, I found a peace in being by myself, which then turned me into an extreme introverted extrovert. I only like to spend time with people for a certain amount of time. I also need alone time to regain my energy. And I never was like that before. I used to thrive off of people's energy. So it's interesting how things change. And I I know part of that is also like growing up and letting go of like the old lifestyle of partying and constant going out and hanging out with friends all the time to then, you know, settling down more. But yeah, interesting. It's like you <laughs> just described me. <laughs> no, I'm Being a home. big, yeah, I know. I'm a big introvert, but even like this has been rough. Like I, even if I choose to go out and work like from a coffee shop, for example, it's just being around like movement and energy from other people, even if I'm not interacting with them, like I feed off of that. Um, I feed off of other people's energy. Um, so I know it's been, it's been weird. Yeah. It's, it's a weird concept to think about. If you, if you think about it, like how you can regain different people, regain their energy in different ways. Some people need to be alone. Other people need to be around other people. Some people need actual human interaction. Um, So, and I know that this year with Corona, it's funny. I hope we can look back a year from now and be like, remember when we recorded that episode and (laughs) we haven't left our house in days. I just traveled to Arizona last week and that was the first time I traveled all year since March. And it was a wild experience. People just, their self-awareness is completely gone. Um, the, The lack of respect is completely gone for people. It's just, it's just a weird world we live in right now. So it'll be interesting to see where we are both next year in terms of, you know, even just like our energies, where we are in our businesses, because it's definitely a journey and how things change too. So all exciting things. All exciting things. And I'm going to come visit you in your office space. I'm going to camp out. Yes. <laughs> I know. Avery, I, I hide t- me. 
<laughs> you, you can come stay there. Um, except for I would not do it right now because it's freezing. But um, next summer, you totally can. And there's a place across the street that there's a, a coffee shop across the street and a Mexican place. So it's like coffee at mm. eight, margaritas at noon. <laughs> Because we can do that as we business can owners. That. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, that's okay. funny. Well, I'm super excited. 2021, I mean, it's going to be even better than 2020 for many reasons, but it sounds like there's a lot of great things on the horizon for you and your business. Yes, and you too. I'm a super fan, so I'm always watching and following. And Yay. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. No, thank you for joining me and coming along and having this chat and, oh, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm so excited and I, I hope we can do this again in a few months after you um, go through your NLP training. Cause I would love to learn more about all of that and see how it's going and seeing how you implement all of that into business and in your life as well. I know I'm actually, it's, and I'm doing NLP EFT. So emotional freedom tapping. tapping yep. Um, and Reiki certification. So it'll be interesting. I'm going to, I'm getting a feel for how I'm going to incorporate this into my new offers for next year. That's so exciting. Uh, did your, does your audience know that? Or did I just spoil that? Oh no, it's okay. It's a new thing. I just started it. So, <laughs> I'm so, sorry. so FYI, okay, everybody, <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. No, it's, I've been being very introspective the past couple of months, like something happened that made me like, it was a light bulb moment. It was like, I can't stand for this anymore. And something mm. needs to change for my life. Um, and so, yeah, my energy has been coming out very strong and I'm letting it, I've like mm -hmm. opened Pandora's box and I was like, this is happening. Everybody watch out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's super exciting. It's not, I'm not scared at all. I'm just, God, I'm just like, got all of this energy that needs to come out and be shared with everyone. Yeah. That's so exciting. Well, I'm sorry that I spoiled it for your audience, but also like no. now it's really exciting because then they can all learn from you too. All of that is so fascinating to me. All of it is. So I'm excited for you. Well, thanks so much. And everybody will check in with Avery again in a few months and see how our 2021s are going. Yes. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> If you liked today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review. This will help me know what topics are really resonating with you and make sure I'm lining up more great things as we go along.